0: Hi everyone, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Talawa, the podcast that features Jamaicans locally and internationally who are innovating and dominating in their journey to success. Most importantly, they are doing so based on their own definition of success. Welcome to Talawa. I'm your host, Atoya. Today's guest is Kwame, who is a prolific writer, mentor, author, who recently published his book, My Date with Depression. How are you doing today, Kwame? I'm
1: wonderful. I'm brilliant. I'm fantastic. I'm superb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome, great. <laughs> now, Kwame, we're just gonna uh, kick <laughs> off this interview with your book, which is um very pertinent in this time we're dealing with depression. And people think that when they hear depression, that men don't deal with depression. But you wrote a whole book about your experience. Could we expand on your book and also your experience? Yes.
1: Yeah, well, you see. The thing is, when I wrote that book, it was based on me having an outlet of sharing my experience with myself, to tell you the truth, because I was writing that for myself. I was writing it for myself. And basically to look on what I had experienced going through that particular journey and where I was at that particular time when I was writing it. And I didn't know coming out of that, that it would resonate with so many people. The difficulty that I was having in terms of what I was going through, was my inability to, to express my emotions, the situation I was in, the stress, and everything that went with it, everything that was and negative, really. And so it was hard at the time to express that feeling because men, on the whole, and, and me at the particular time, we weren't, and we're not taught how to express our feeling, express, you know, our thoughts, express the stress of the challenges that life has to offer. So we tend to internalize. And in my book, I have explored that, Historically, especially for Black men, because Black men, i not talking about Black men now, and especially men from or African Caribbean in particular. And I believe there's a particular historical link to that. But I also think that um, going through, away from that, is that the societal pressure that we're under, and trying to live, show what a man is supposed to be, quote-unquote, and that having an impact on, in itself mm-hmm. on men, and, and it did have, have on me at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you think that being that men are taught and no, not to express their emotions, uh, does that make depression a bit harder for them?
1: It does, because remember, men aren't taught to cry. You know, mm-hmm. We're not, we weren't taught to cry. And growing, like I said, growing up in Jamaica, and, and growing up as a, as a young man to become a man, the, the society itself is hard, you know, if that makes sense. So in a sense that a man can't show that side of him which is affected or impacted upon because he be, he be, he'd be looked upon as being soft, you know, he'd be looked mm-hmm. upon as being, quote a woman, you know what I mean, soft and, and because the society itself is harsh in that regard so, so and as judgmental too, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's difficult to, to express when you're in a situation like that, you know, um, and, from, and it becomes a part of your nature, becomes a part uh, of uh, as you, as you, as you have those experiences, so we don't express, and then what happens? Is, it manifests in a way that, which is very negative,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: we don't like, and it can tend to be an explosion of of emotions, whether good or well, mainly bad, really. So mm-hmm. um, so that unless someone is knows himself to a great extent and can deal with what he's going through, but mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, the manifestation of that internalization mm-hmm. is, is negative.
0: All right. Can you share some of the responses that you've received about um, your book so far from men?
1: It's been great. You know, I've had responses from internationally. they I've had responses from men who I don't even know reached out to me and basically said that you know the book has empowered them. I'm telling a part of. I'm telling something that they want to, They want to express, um, and they find it difficult to do. So, and I wanted to have read the book and see similar patterns to their own lives and trends so they get to understand the, their situation that they're in and being able to come through it so, so I've had a number of men actually woken up to me as a man because one thing I've also realised is that even though a woman loves us and even though we may have a woman amongst us, if a man isn't aware of who he is he won't express how he's feeling to that woman who's closest to him, mm-hmm. he will express to a friend Mm-hmm. You know, being a male friend. I mean, express to a, a female friend, but he won't express to the woman who's closest to him. And that was one of the things that I, I realized. And I've found a number of men and women who come to me based on, you know, their partners or uh, they're, what they're supporting a friend and glad that I have written the book that I have. Because not, there's not many books about black men, and like I said, African Caribbean men in particular, that talk about this part of the experience or any other experiences that we may have. You know, so it's something that is not the norm.
0: Yeah, definitely. And just listen to you speak, I have an idea, I don't know if you've done it, but I was thinking yeah. that you could actually start a support group for yeah. men dealing with depression online. Yeah. Uh, as you said, Caribbean a point, black men. Actually. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: that, that, <laughs> it, it just that, came to me. That's a good point, point. And, 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 and it's interesting because the, the book, the, in terms of the like, the book was written five years ago, actually, and I had lost the transcripts. Uh, the manuscript. I had lots of manuscripts and it was only last year in November I was able to find it because I I was talking to a friend of mine on Facebook actually and I saw because I had I had a, a USB and it had corrupted so I lost everything even my laptop had crashed and everything so I lost all the manuscripts and everything so it's only last year in November I was able to find it because I was talking to a friend on, on Facebook and I saw that they I said it was an attachment to him. And that's when I downloaded it and realized that now is the time for it. So, so you know, there will be a time for a support group. online support group—that's for sure. But that's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea.
0: Okay, <laughs> awesome. Um, where can we uh, purchase your book?
1: It's on Amazon. Basically, <laughs> you know, because that is the Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's. I'm also and to do a big podcast and stuff like that, um, but that's just something that's evolving. i am also re- reconstructing my website, so there's quite a number of things that I have to do in terms of supporting the book, but it's, uh, right now it's available on Amazon.
0: Okay, what's your website?
1: My website will be called kwamemacpherson.com well, So it's K-W-A-M-E Macpherson, M-C-P-H-E-R-S-O-N dot com, but like I said, it's, on, it's under construction because I have to re- 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 revise it and re- revamp it.
0: All right, so we'll look out for that and definitely will support the book. My date with depression from mental uncertainty to so self
1: fulfillment. To so self fulfillment. yes.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the question. Uh, right. You've done a lot. You have a lot of experience. You've traveled the world and uh, you've done a lot in writing, researching. You have an MBA. Could you tell us more about what you've done career-wise and what led you on that path? Oh,
1: wow. Well, I haven't traveled the world yet. I'm in the process. of. I've been to a number of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in terms of career-wise, all right, professionally, I worked mainly in the public sector. Mainly, I worked, uh, I had migrated to out of Jamaica in 1985. I had worked at Caribbean Broilers. Did a lot of apprenticeship work in terms of building work. whilst there, then I migrated, came to the UK. I ended up working in the public sector in a nutshell because it's right across the board in terms of public sector, civil service, housing association of authorities. So I have a lot of professionalism in terms of public service experience. Out of that, I I got bored, really, to tell you the truth. Um, I just couldn't bother with the nine to five. So I ended up being an entrepreneur. So I I worked with a number of partners and collaborations. And it's across, again, it's across a number of spheres. I worked in the... Financial industries and other pensions. I worked in network marketing. I worked in motivational and personal development. So so it's quite a number of, of areas career wise. But what has now been fulfilled is my love and career as a writer. So that is now manifesting itself. And that is where I get a lot of my, my satisfaction from.
0: Mm-hmm. Because. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I not only write for myself, but I help other people to write and publish. That's, so that is satisfying, you know, to see someone actually attain their own goal and dream. Yes. It, 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 that is really satisfying and, and helping them to accomplish that objective and to see how it manifests for them too, you know. So that mm-hmm. that is awesome. That's really fulfilling.
0: Okay, that's awesome. And you um, started doing that later in life, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. I even when I was growing up, um, in a, well, you know, primary school and really a primary school is where they you know write compositions and essays, poetry that kind of stuff. Even when I got to high school, I didn't follow it up. But one of my one of the subjects that I did do very well in was English language and history and geography, and those are the three main areas which I do love really. Um, so so it's only when I left, like I said, when I left Jamaica and I came to the UK that I was writing a lot of poetry at the time. And the poems that I was writing when I was in the civil service, someone saw it. I remember, and they said, "Oh, why couldn't I just do a personalised poem?" Which means creating a poem based on a loved one, for example, and getting characteristics of the person and putting into, into words, and then putting into a card, and they have a personalised card. So I did did that, and somebody saw it, and they were quite and they were quite pleased, and that started out the poetry side. So I started writing that poem. Mm-hmm. Really, and then it's and then it turned into prose. So I decided to, to do longer stuff, mm-hmm. and and the longer stuff actually. Both both of them have won awards in, and yeah, wow. it's it's been it's been, and uh, but at the time it was just a hobby. It was not a business. I didn't think of it as being a, a entrepreneurial career because at the time you, you you don't think of writing as writing as being a, a career a, a business, yeah. you know, especially back then. Mm-hmm. But now since the the, the Evolution of the internet, then you can actually see how you can actually create something from it, which I, which I'm now doing, or which I've done. So um, so so the, so everything moved on later on in life, and I've now found my real passion and my purpose.
0: Maybe, that well, <laughs> your real passion and your purpose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The kind, yeah. the kind of um work that you wake up every day just looking forward to doing, and also feeling like it's not work. it's, it's just your way of living. Exactly. Awesome. That's something exactly. that we—that's something that we um, talk about at Talawa. We started this podcast because we wanted Jamaicans here and, and, and abroad and everyone to see that there are different avenues of success. It doesn't oh, have to totally. be traditional. It doesn't have to be something that you know your your parents say you should do or anything yes. else. the Sort It's something that you can uh, live and yep. be happy with. And happiness yeah. is something that we want to promote at Palawa. Success doesn't particularly mean that you won't be happy. Uh, and you're living your dream, writing, exactly. uh, doing what you want to do. And you sound pretty happy about it.
1: Recently, um, I won an international award. So that goes to show that, obviously, the manifestation of what I'm doing is, is wonderful. But, but the thing is, what we tend to, and especially in Jamaica, I think it's now changing to the mindset. It's now changing in regards to um, careers in terms of people now realizing that because the internet has enabled a lot of things to happen. We're now living in an age of creation, so to speak. So you can virtually create anything that you're passionate about because of the internet, really. Um, And I think that when you start to realize, or when we start to realize, when we can get our young people to realize, listen, you don't have to do the traditional things like you said. You don't have to be a liar, doctor, you know what I mean, all these things. You can be something which you can actually create based on your love for it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? So, so that's where it's at right now. It's, it's, it's where we're the space where we're in a creating phase. We, we've had the industrial revolution, but now we have the information revolution, and the next revolution, I believe, is a creating revolution where you'll be able to create from just a simple idea because the beauty of the internet. So,
0: mm-hmm. cool. all right. So, we've spoken about some of your successes, and uh, let's about, uh, speak about some of your challenges. That's one thing that we don't speak about enough. People see it at a certain level and say, Bomba, they is supposed to easily even make it in good, but then they don't see the process. They don't see what's happening behind the scenes. No,
1: no. They right?
0: no. So what are no. some of the... the hmm? Oh
1: man. what are some of the challenges?
0: Yeah, that you thought would break you? What are some of the challenges that you thought would break you?
1: Uh, well, well, let's see. Uh, when, when I started out, when I, I was a professional, actually, and uh, I was working in the nine to five, and it was in the nine to five that I became stressed out, ended up having high blood pressure, ended up being sick, um, and, and, I, and I didn't, I don't, I didn't. It wasn't a conscious decision in terms of realizing that that was not the space I was supposed to be in. But what I was doing a lot of was personal development, mm-hmm. so I was listening to a lot of Blair Brown, Tony Robbins, um, Jack Canfield, T.R., Harv Those are the type of people I was listening to. And, and the partner, friends that I had around me and partners that I had around me were also that mindset. But, but it's almost like you're trying to find your way. And, and when you're trying to find your way, that's when, the, that's when the struggle comes. So you try everything. Like I said to you before, I, you know, I was into network marketing. I was quite a lot of various other things to try to find what I was supposed to be doing. Or what will get me to where I need to be. So that was a challenge. It was trying to identify the purpose of my life's purpose. You know, But within that, the answers were there but well, I just didn't see them, you know? Um, so, so in the end, it's, 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 it was basically, and to tell you the truth, even as a writer, if it's not, it's because in creating the writing as to become a business, you have to find a way in order to get the writing on, you know, which people you know, probably see your work and buy your work and so on and so forth. So That in itself is a challenge. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's being able to get traction of, of, of the passion and having people believing in you yeah, um, to ensure that the passion manifests itself. Because I tell you, it's not an easy road. It is not an easy road, but I would not go back. You know what I mean? Even though it's not an easy road, I wouldn't go back. And yeah, challenge the challenge of, 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 you know, g- g- not having money in your, in your pocket, or you know, having to be, barely having a roof over your head. Or, you know, those are the things that come with coming down um, being an entrepreneur, really. But it's an entrepreneur, or, or anything else. But it's it and it is like those stories that you hear. You hear this, you don't see this what people have been through to get where they are. But there are there is always a story behind it. And yeah, the challenges have not been easy. But I am overcome, and I'm still here. Uh-huh. You know, and it's only better to come.
0: Okay, you are still kind of give them a surface level. I realize when I ask people about their challenges, it's kind of hard for them to speak about it because you're not you're not in the phase of of um you know challenges anymore yes
1: it's, 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 it is and so okay take for example like I said sometimes when I have no money in my pocket I have barely have a roof over my head like I said before and you can't ask what's gonna what's gonna come then so for example there's times when that's happened to me and out of the blue someone will come up and say oh well, listen, I'd like you to help me to do some work on writing my book
0: know what i mean? Yeah. And
1: bam, that's an income. Mm-hmm. And then what happens from that is that you get referrals. You know what I mean? So, so then it starts. Then you start to see that trickle coming in. The other thing that what I realized about the university in particular is that even when there's times when I don't have money, I am still thinking of, in terms of abundance. Even if it's so, for example, I'm in the UK. So even if it's five pound, I, I, I get then it's five pound. So for example, there's times when I'm a football referee. I'm a qualified referee, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's times when, like I said, I have no money in my pocket. And then a friend of mine out of the blue. I said, yo, I'm going to have a game for you now, two games. And that's like £100 in my pocket right away. So, so that's what I'm talking about. So there's, there's, those challenges those challenges come, but I don't think about the challenges anymore. I know there's, there's a bigger purpose for it. So the, what, my life purpose is where I need to be and what, I need to, mm-hmm. and what, I'm, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Then the, 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 the money itself comes. And now, like I said, now... I'm seeing a bigger manifestation of that instead of winning the international Yeah. So
0: it's,
1: so it's a matter of seeing that challenge for what it is, understanding it, giving thanks and being grateful for the challenge. I'm being thankful and grateful for the people around me because I'm not doing this by myself. There are some really wonderful friends and family that I have around me.
0: So true.
1: Um, um, because they believe, they believe they see me and want the best for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, And, um, that's,
1: true. and, and that's the beauty of of, of Going through the challenges is that you have good friends around you who support you and believe in you
0: and Mm -hmm. believe in
1: what you're doing. So um, so, so, so that's how I became a challenge. But there have been some tough times. Really tough times.
0: Yeah. But um, there was always a uh, breakthrough. Always. Always a breakthrough.
1: And like I said, because I'm passionate about stories, I love stories. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the passion for storytelling. Um, as, as you probably see from my bio, I'm a griot, which is a, a Ghanaian word for a storyteller. And as a, as a storyteller, and because I love stories, and I'm realizing that stories are fundamentals of how we live our lives every single day, mm-hmm. then I'm realizing that my entire world is my market. So, so, so my life purpose is to touch as many people's lives as I can through storytelling. Mm-hmm. And that is where I have overcome my challenges because I've stayed focused on that purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's manifesting itself because I stay true to who I am in that regard. And I feel passionate about it.
0: Okay. Mm. That's pretty awesome. We're so happy and proud of you. Thank I you. know you personally, so I know a bit more about <laughs> what you're going through and also <laughs> what you've, um, you're, you've accomplished. And, you know, proud of you, my friend. that What I did
1: mention, that, that, that international award, I'm the first Jamaican to win it. Mm -hmm. Not many people, as a matter of fact, the National Library of Jamaica knows now, but not many people, have made a lot of people know yet that I'm the first Jamaican to win that particular award, an international award. I'm very proud of that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: You know what I mean? Really, really proud of that. Yeah,
0: that's great. That's
1: a manifestation, like I I I said, of taking the the life purpose to, to another level, you know.
0: I will speak a bit more about manifest uh, manifestation later on. I will say, though, being a writer, you come on the program, you know, say, so I can't come off without doing a reading or a poem, or something for our listeners I'm
1: going to read to you what I am really, really, really good at. Well, I'm not sure going to tell them stories, but I'm going to tell them to you which is something called flash fiction. In this environment, in this, in this time of immediacy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of people nowadays can't read something that's too loud. You know what I mean? Sometimes they just want to read something that's just quick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So out of that is what we call called flash fiction. Now, it's something new. I don't think a lot of Jamaicans even know about flash fiction, to tell it's true. But it's something new in regards to storytelling. And a number of international organizations have this now as a way of people telling stories. It's, a, it's the ability to tell a story in a finite number of words. So you have, so some places will have like 500, well, 100, 250, 500, 3,000, and 5,000. So mm-hmm. you have to be able to tell a, a compact story within 100 words.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or 250, So, So my, my ability is, is, and what I've, the the particular award that I've won, is for me to be able to tell a story within 250 words. I don't know if this one in particular is is around that, but I'm going to read to you a particular story. It's called the title, The Decision. Mm -hmm. It hurts, he moaned, 20 dreadlocked, tall, striking handsome. Is it like this all the time? Tony hated how it ended, yet swore he wasn't to blame after all, he only wanted everything to be in place. He was a Torian, for heaven's sakes. A rampage and at first, then a pick up the pieces after kind of guy. The slow, methodical thinking never a part of his makeup until now. How he wished he could have turned back the clock, saying what he needed what needed to be said, rather than follow his words. But it was already already too late. She was gone. At his throat his question remained unanswered. The crystal blue sea lapping at his ankles the sky is mirror image. A few scattered patrons are across the golden sand, lounging, laughing, frolicking, young and old, having fun by or in the warm, caring sea. A group of children scream nearby, their parents reprimanding them as parents do. He glanced over. A tear squeezed from an eye. Gruffly, he swiped it away. Couldn't appear to be weak, not now, not ever. What would she upset if she knew? He smirked. Would she even give a damn? She hadn't. She hadn't before. She hadn't disappeared before. So why was she now? Would she even know how? He stared at the unwashing swing. But today, maybe today, was when he found out. Slowly, he waded one step at a time into the surge. He reached his knees, then his waist. He dove in, wondering what she would have said.
0: Right. At the end. Yeah. That's, that's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ended so like, it, it
0: ended on a cliffhanger
1: there yeah well and that's the thing with the flash fiction so like i said that's a that's just a short snippet of one that i did uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's it's supposed to tell a story like i said a finite number of words and that was
0: 250. yeah that's pretty great No, i'm yeah. sure that our listeners would want to know after you doing that reading they would want to know where to find you online
1: yeah, they can find me online virtually anywhere. Really, uh, it's, uh, LinkedIn would be Arthur Kwame MacPherson. That's K-W-A-M-E-M-C-P-H-E-R-S-O-N. Facebook, same thing. Instagram, it's the same thing. Twitter is at Kwame M A, and my email address is Kwame M A MacPherson at gmail.com. That's K W A M E M A MacPherson M C P-H-E-R-S-O-N at gmail.com and YouTube is the same Kwame person and you'll find Stop stuff, Me stuff Reading Poetry and that kind of stuff somewhere across all social well a lot of social media platforms
0: okay great so we'll definitely follow and connect with you thank you So tell me, I know that you're a pro Jamaican. I see you posted all the way your Facebook. You're always sharing something about Jamaica and sharing your passion. And also, we've had conversations where we, um, you know, we talked about seeing the best Jamaica. Um, tell me, how uh, has being a Jamaican contributed or added value to your life and your writing? <laughs>
1: that's a good, that's a nice question. You know, being a Jamaican, it's we have a richness. We have a vibe. We have. Something which, you know, would be bestowed with, you know. We we have a blessing that we, I don't think the majority of us understand or realize. The the potential and the power within us as an individual person, as a Jamaican, is so huge, it's unbelievable. So, and there's something which I've realized when I went back to Africa, actually. I went to Ghana on a trip a couple number of years ago. And it was there that I realized that the type of people who came out in the end at the Jamaican end were the ones who were more or less I uh, don't you know don't mean anyone else, but we're the ones who st- st- were head and shoulders above everyone else because of of that particular vibe, of that particular thing that we have, you know, if you want to call it a thing. So it's enriched and empowered my writing, uh, my storytelling being that Jamaica, you know, and and I've been able to traverse using that background, I've been able to traverse. So for example, the story that I just read, not too long ago, um, is where you hear the story, but you don't realize that it's a Jamaican story, the way it's been told or the way it's written. So I've been able to bring that aspect into my writing. And everything that I write in particular, you won't know what the type of characters are until you get some clues within within the, prose within the manuscript so and then you start to begin to see and you can formulate a picture but a lot of my writing revolves around that and bringing in Jamaica into it or the Caribbean writing so it it helps and it gives a different perspective to somebody who's writing or who's reading because mm-hmm. they have a, a way of thinking that it's always set in, the, set in I don't know the western mm-hmm. UK, America, Canada I wouldn't actually realize it's set in the Caribbean you know what I mean Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in particular mm-hmm.
0: I have a question. I know that you've seen a Jamaica that I had never experienced. And I was speaking to Diana um, the other day and she was telling me that Jamaica was different um, than now. And it's not something that, you know, my generation would know because Jamaica that we know is a Jamaica that we've seen. Um, What makes Jamaica different now than, you know, in your childhood teenage days?
1: You know, it's, and it's not just the Jamaica thing. And, and, and that's the beauty of traveling, the beauty of seeing that. What has happened is that because this, this, in my time, we didn't have the technology that exists now. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing, right? So growing up, so we, we are more or less the bridge between the old and the new, you know, the, my generation. My generation is the bridge between the old and the new. And we bring what we know from that time to what we see now. The generation now only sees what's new. So they have no understanding, or obviously won't have the recollection of what, what's gone before. So technology is the main thing that has changed, shifted that whole dynamic technology. Mm-hmm. And we are able to see that because like I said, we're the bridge between the one and the new. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's, the, that's the only thing. And because of technology, the way it is now, is that there's, it's created a distance. Cause when I was, when we were growing up, I should say, for example, we were, as young people, where I used to live off my Road. we came together and we formed a youth club as young people. You know, talking about 13, 14, 15, 16, going right up until young adults. We actually created our own youth club. We had our president, our treasurer, our secretary. We went on trips right across the Jamaica, you know, not course, you know, we just, you know, we had we created our own party, the Valentine Party. Our first club as young people, but then Back then, young volunteerism was much more dynamic. So, you had, you know, you had 4 clubs, you had um, the beard club, you had so much more to pick from then. Kiwanis clubs are much more active in, in, in schools and that kind of stuff. So, there was a lot more dynamism, dynamism in terms of volunteering. So, and I think, and like I said, but well, technology has taken that away to a great extent. No, not that it can't happen. As a matter of fact, it could be easier. But because technology has caused people to think, and to and to communicate and to be distant from each other, that's the reason why it's different today.
0: Mm-hmm. They had more of a community then than now in terms of face to face and yeah,
1: you know. totally. We, like I said, the technology didn't exist
0: mm-hmm. and now
1: didn't exist then. So we had to, so we had to organize. For example, no, so like discussion that you are having, now Before we'd have to use a telephone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or if if we're gonna first in Jamaica, we'd have to have face to face. Mm-hmm. But no, we can do it. up. You know, so so that these are things that have come in, in the way of us getting together to a great extent. Yes. Yeah. But but on the other hand, it can also be easier because you know you can have mm-hmm. workshops and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of I think what's, what's also missing is just having that dynamism in, in terms of organising things to make things happen. Back then we had so many of us who were leaders, I guess, and that's why we could make things happen.
0: And she also mentioned that she wished we could see the Jamaica that she experienced, which was cleaner, yeah. more caring, yeah. you know, it was more peaceful. Of course, we yeah. heard that a lot and, and so forth. She said that the beaches, yeah. even yeah. though she yeah. don't want to yeah. swim in any beach because it kind of, you know. Yeah. But
1: I wouldn't say beach. beach. Yeah. To beaches that I know that pretty
0: nice. <laughs> yeah, so she would say like a seven mile, look totally different, like much more yes. beautiful than it yeah. is no. but I think Seven Mile is pretty good right it now. <laughs> all all the beaches and falls that I've yes. seen.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I, and, I, I completely agree with it. But, and, and like I said, it's, 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 I wouldn't say things that we were more caring. And like I said, it's no fault of, of anyone. The issue that I have personally, and I've always said, even when they came with, when, when we started to have cable, I remember when cable started coming to Jamaica, and I said to myself, if it's the same cable that was shown in North America, we're gonna have a problem. So said, so so said, so said, dumb because there's a breakdown in social structures in terms of morality, you know? Um, and that's the same thing with technology to a real extent. It has caused that breakdown. If you look at the places where technology hasn't encompassed everything, you know, Probably Cuba, this is a great example, even though we know China to that extent, even North Korea, even though we know the type of political structure that they have, they'll be able to control the, the feed and drip feed of technology and we'll come up so Because the society that we live in, we embrace it as it is. And I think a lot of that has caused a drift from, you know, that caring because there's no boundaries anymore, you know. It's, some people have live, <laughs> so to speak, mm-hmm. and um, and I guess that filters into everything that we, uh, how we interact with each other and everything else, you know. It is what it is, you know. What I mean, we just have to adapt, you know, yeah. know what has come before, embrace what has come before, I try to use the lessons from then to now, you know. What I mean, that's all we can do,
0: yeah. Yeah, what would you like to say to Jamaicans here and abroad about creating their own path for success and a happiness?
1: Easier to do. It is so much easier to do now than it's ever been. The beauty is, and what I found in terms of my journey and my experience of traveling and I'm meeting different people and I'm going to different places, and I'll eat my life experiences, is that, and as I, I touched on about technology, it can be good and it can be bad. I will say that the time that we're living in is the best time in terms of the ability to create what somebody wants to create for themselves. No longer does anyone have to go into a a place and, and work, for example. And I'm going to give you an example about that. There's, there's a, an issue that came up, a question that came up on, on Twitter, which some of I know had posted. And the question that she posted was, because of traffic that happens in, in Kingston, for example, or, across Jamaica, why don't employers embrace flexi-working? Now, you'd have thought that, now, flexi-working is basically the ability to come into work later and leave, ability to go to work early and leave earlier. That's, you know what I mean? So I'll build up the hours till they can have a day out. That's what flexible working is. And for the life of me, I'm saying to myself, that makes sense. But what you have in Jamaica, for example, is this fear of of this of, of new way of working. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen eventually and it will have to happen. And the reason why I bring that up is because now we have a dynamic where we have to find different ways of working. We have to find different ways of creating what we need for ourselves, as individuals or as, as businesses. So what I would say to anyone is, once you have, or you have identified or you, somebody can help you to identify what your goals and passion, what your passion is, or your purpose in life is. And if even if you don't know, there's ways of finding out what that is. It's just a matter of what you like doing. For example, okay. it's, it could be as simple as speaking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Once somebody has an identify what that purpose is, there's nothing stopping them from following you through right to the very end in terms of taking it to a a worldwide audience. So it's so much easier now to do than it's ever been. And we shouldn't have that fear of, you know, for example, we shouldn't have the fear of going to school and not coming up with subjects. The thing about Jamaica is that they put a lot of pressure on you to have subjects. They have to go to school to come up with something because it's that you won't be able to get a job. Me personally, no, I said you know, the language that I would use now Otherwise, I should be using, but I would say, I would say that basically at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you can come of school or nothing and end up with something because mm-hmm. of the time that we live in, okay. because you can create for yourself, because you are able to define what you want to do and somebody else doesn't do, do that for you because the technology is available. So that's all I said to Jamaica, basically, you can do anything you want, really, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise don't let somebody define what you can do in your life
0: all right so thank you for that kwame we are so happy that you decided to speak to us and talawa it's been a great conversation one question to go if you could ask yourself one question in this interview what would it be
1: <laughs> oh wow oh man yeah, for the spot what would it be oh wow um Yes, I guess finding a life partner, actually, to enjoy the success that, and the and, and journey that I'm
0: on. Okay, so uh, would you like to answer that question? <laughs>
1: that's a question I have, I do not mean I like, can answer it.
0: <laughs> if you would ask yourself, surely you have the answer. <laughs>
1: no, this you ask the question, I do question, but that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I probably, know, probably I okay, probably, this, probably this is crucial information for our listeners probably someone wants to know how do you go about finding a partner to share this you know life with success with business that's whatever that's, it is but
1: you know? so cool <laughs> so. it would happen you know everything else is out so i'm pretty cool with that so it you know it's it's, it's a lot of things. that the being a writer in particular it can be a lonely journey, mm-hmm. but it can also it can also be a fulfilling one, which it has been, and I'm grateful for that. Um, mm-hmm. So what what is happen will happen in its own time, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So your advice for that is that it will happen.
1: Yeah, man. When it, it, it happens. happens, it will happen. It's it just matter of being patient and realizing everything else is manifesting, so that will manifest itself eventually, you know. So it's it's and it will be for the right at that right time. it will be for the the right person at the right time.
0: Okay. So, awesome. Thank you. You can yeah, find sure. us on Instagram at Talawa Podcast. You can find okay. us on Facebook at Talawa Pod. You can also find us on Anka. That's where your interview will be. As well as oh, wow. okay. YouTube at Talawa Podcast. So everybody subscribe. You know, follow, like, comment, uh, because we're taking this to the next level.